can I tell you that I don't know if I want to do this anymore? This is what happens. This is what happens. I just don't know if I want to do this. So with Calling in the One, there's a deadline to that book. It's a 49-day course. It's meant to reach, what is it, the culmination? It's seven weeks. Seven weeks. Can you imagine, like, the thought of having someone in my life that I could settle down with in seven weeks I mean what I started reading the book two weeks ago and I let a whole week go by with doing what two exercises I am crippled okay I am crippled I just didn't want to do it um the thought that I could potentially have someone in my life in less than two months I mean that's crazy I thought about that because I am not on that kind of deadline but the truth is I believe it's possible I went to Malta this year and Malta is a country in Europe Um, it's a tiny tiny island is actually four islands the largest of which is malta the second one is called gozo there's another one called camino and then there's one that no one is allowed to go to it's called fifla camino has beaches and i believe there's like two inhabitants maybe five i don't know um probably more that no one knows about and gozo is so tiny it's amazing it's malta is beautiful and gozo is fantastic i didn't know this i was sitting at a bar having an aperol spritz i quit drinking i have quit drinking since then but at the time i was still drinking i was just sitting there reading a book i couldn't tell you which book it was having an aperol spritz and i wanted to purchase some cigarettes In Malta, um, in lots of places in Malta, you can only buy them from vending machines. So I went inside the bar and tried to purchase a pack of cigarettes from a vending machine, which I discovered was not plugged in. So I spoke to the people who worked at the bar and we're all shouting at each other from across the bar. It's a big bar. And one of the patrons who had been there the entire time I was there, but he was sitting inside. I was sitting outside enjoying the weather. He was sitting inside at the bar because he's actually friends with the owners of the bar. He joined in. He became a part of this uh, kerfuffle. And he joined in. We were all joking around. I get my cigarettes. I go outside to smoke. This guy follows me and asks to join me he sits down and he looks at me and he says i have seen you here i i see that you you know i saw that you've been here drinking and just relaxing i was on my second my second april spritz and i was like yeah he goes i can tell that you do something similar to what i do i was like what are you talking about and he meant professionally I am a counselor of sorts and he he tells me I didn't tell him what I do 
and he he told me that he was a hypnotherapist i'm like a woo woo person right so he's a hypnotherapist and i i just thought it was so funny how people can feel each other out so apparently gozo is known for having high spiritual energy and a lot of people who are into supernatural woo-woo things gravitate to gozo um i was definitely one of them i loved gozo i loved it and i would actually live there if it weren't inconvenient um i loved it there it's beautiful the beaches are gorgeous you have access to almost the entire coast and you know you head outside wherever you're staying and within 15 minutes you're at a beach or you're on a hike that will lead you to a gorgeous beach and it's a gorgeous hike and it's empty and you know you can be hiking by yourself for hours and it's so peaceful and it's safe and it's awesome i loved it the island is tiny everyone knows each other uh so there's a strong sense of hospitality you can go to a bar in a village you know i stayed in this village where the town square was like two restaurants and a bar (laughs) and the scene was popping you know i sat there and i could just sit there and have a drink and become friends with people who live there who who are from there you know it was great it was it was great and they were happy they were happy to socialize and just have these fleeting moments with strangers uh it wasn't overwhelming for them at that point i guess because not too many people go there right now it's still a kind of a novelty anyway so this guy was a hypnotherapist and i've been thinking a lot about not necessarily hypnotherapy but the power of the mind and how quickly a person's life can change should they choose should they choose change and I was telling this guy I said you know I've just gone through a couple of years where I mean if you know anything about this it's it's basically called dark night of the soul where you're faced with unsavory parts of your character and you know you just start to pay attention to those parts of yourself and you stop rejecting them but at first it can be really scary because you've rejected them for a reason right so for me it was a way to survive um what at the time was a difficult situation and then it took me a long time to realize i no longer needed to be in survival mode and i could learn to integrate those parts of myself and i actually needed to so that i could go forward in life and you know begin to experience life as a full a full person a whole person a multifaceted gem if you will so i was telling him that and i said you know it took me a couple of years and i just feel like sometimes i think i really made this hard on myself i really made this a struggle when it didn't need to be and I'm trying really hard not to, at the time, I was trying really hard not to beat myself up about it because it's so hard when you realize that you've wasted so much time, but it's never a waste of time, right? So rationally, you know it's not a waste of time because you know that if you've learned something, then 
all of those experiences are worth wherever it is you are today, right? Have, if they brought you to where you are today, then they were worth it. But I was still kind of beating myself up. And he said, you know, with the work that you do and just the person you are, you are helping people and it helps anyone to know your story and to know the way that you went through it and it helps you help other people you know I mean he said something way better than what I just said but <laughs> I don't I was two Aperol spritzes in they're not strong but you know I was already a little far gone and that brought me so much comfort because his work is about helping people make the switch fast. I said, I believe I could have done this quickly, but maybe that isn't necessarily true. Maybe it wasn't true at that point in time, but I believe it's possible to change. Like, lightning fast so then what happens if I do actually meet someone I could settle down with within the next two months you know I started to have this like panic like this is all hypothetical and I'm already beginning to panic about it I'm like like what what would I even do with that person? And the big question is, who would I have to be? And then I realized, can I become that person? Like, I don't even know if that's something I'm capable. Then, then, then it's like, what if I meet this person and I am not capable? I don't have the capacity I'm not able to accept. I am not able to reciprocate. I, what if I meet this person? I don't realize what's in front of me. I actually don't believe that's possible. You know, when people say that they met a great guy and then they rejected that guy because they were still used to experiencing something else. Listen, like, like attracts like you met a great guy maybe he was great to you at the beginning but underneath like we attract each other we're attracted to the parts of us that need to heal in each other so i genuinely don't believe that but of course when i think i genuinely don't believe that we like sabotage good relationships i don't think that I mean, I don't think there's like one person who's sabotaging the relationship. Usually it's both people meeting each other and maybe one person is more responsible than the other, but you're both activating each other's wounds. The, you're attracted to each other for a reason. So I don't think like I've missed out on great guys who were going to be like unequivocally great and give me these great, amazing, satisfying relationships, you know? I think they had their issues just as much as I have had mine. So then why is it so scary 
like just thinking about it, just thinking about it scares me. Just thinking about the possibility. What if I met someone today? What if I met someone today who was amazing? Like, what would I do? What would I do with this person? Would I just would I just let it come tumbling out of my mouth? I, you know, never wanted to have kids and now I want to have kids. And I have this idea of like raising my kids on the beach and watching the sun filter through their hair and seeing the sky behind them all bright and blue and just having them laugh and frolic around in the foamy water. Like I just have this idea of what it's supposed to be like and what would I even do if I got that? And why, why am I freaking out? Why is it so scary? You know? Is there, there... I mean, it has to be, right? There has to be a part of me. It's... Like, I don't think I deserve it. I don't think it's about whether or not I can deserve it. I don't, I don't think I could do it. There's a part of me that just doesn't think I can do it. But even in the wanting, even for me to want this, I mean, this is a clear, the wanting is, it makes so clear to me how much I have grown and changed in the last few years because I never even wanted this. And it's not like I want this from a place of lack that isn't it i want this from a place of my heart is so full and now i understand that i i can share that i'm capable of sharing that but then am i (laughs) is that true can i do that what if i what if what if i don't know how to do that You know, I feel like so many of the mistakes that people that we love in our lives make, it's, it's, these are mistakes where behind them is the intention of love and they just do things in like the most shitty ways, but really they're coming from a place of love. It's just misguided. The actions are just misguided. Am I going to do that? How misguided will my efforts be, even as pure as my intentions are? So, calling in the one is on hold. I might start again today. I'm having a lot of feelings <laughs> about it. It's good. I'm happy to have these feelings, you know? I'm not running away from them anymore. But they're uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. It's really fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a good thing I have cigarettes. 
I don't want to depend on cigarettes. I'm also like, why am I smoking so many cigarettes? Like, what are you thinking? Anyway, this is real. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Thank you so much for listening. It is my great joy to be able to share this, to stumble and fall in front of you. As Vicky would say, Ciao for now.